Okay, I'll admit it. I was brooding. And not just the lay in the recliner staring at a blank TV screen with REMs, everybody hurts on repeat on the stereo brooding. We're talking full on, sitting on top of a mausoleum in the rain at midnight, wearing a trench coat and no hat kind of brooding. The kind of brooding that makes preteen girls swoon and RuPaul question your masculinity. I was drunk, too. And given the peculiarities of my metabolism these days, that's saying something. The bottle scattered around my feet ratted me out to the tune of a handle of Bacardi 151, two pints of Jim Bean, half a gallon of Patron, and a mason jar of something clear with the consistency and taste of lighter fluid. Without exaggeration, you could say I was having a rough night. Then my phone rang, which any idiot would realize only presented the opportunity to make the night much, much worse. And in a monumental display of poor judgment, I answered it. Yeah? I slurred. You know you're blitzed when you slur the monosyllables. Jimmy? Sabrina Law's voice came through the little speaker. She sounded very far away, and I realized I was holding the phone upside down. I righted the ship, so to speak, and said, Most days. Jury's still out for tonight, though. Are you drunk? Despite seeing me consume enough beer to float a party barge, Sabrina had never seen me drunk. If I'm not, I've wasted a lot of liquor. What can I do to you, detective? Wait, what can I do for you? Sorry. I need your particular perspective. I'll send a car. Sounds like you're in no condition to drive. That's true enough. And besides, I don't have a car here anyway. How did you get there? I think I walked. Or maybe I stole a car. Oops. Probably shouldn't say that to an officer of the law. No, now I remember. I mojoed a hippie into giving me a ride. Then I sent him home. Before you ask, I did not eat the hippie. I hate patchouli. I wasn't going to ask. I've got a car on the way. How do you know where to send the car? And where am I, by the way? I looked around, but for the death of me, couldn't remember exactly where I was. I knew I was in a cemetery, but Charlotte's in the buckle of the Bible Belt, and that means a lot of churches. And a lot of churches meant I had about 247 cemeteries to choose from, and I was pretty wasted. I hate when that happens. But it was reassuring to know that enough booze could still have an effect. You're the same place you always go to get drunk. Look behind you. I looked behind me, but all I could see was a tree. Look down, came the voice in my ear. My eyes landed on a marker, and I remembered everything. The brass plaque read, James Jeffrey Black, August 14, 1973 to May 7, 1995. Beloved son. Crap, Sabrina. I sat down, suddenly sober. Sorry, Jimmy. How far away is the car? Ten minutes. Get yourself cleaned up and hide the bottles. I don't need to hear about you being tanked when the uniform rolls up. Plus, it's disrespectful to leave trash on your grave. I'll deal with that. See you in 20. Wait, have you called Greg? What have we got? He's on his way here now. It's bad, Jimmy. Real bad. Crap, I repeated. Anything that Sabrina considered bad at this point in her association with me was going to be pretty awful. I hung up and started cleaning up the mess from around my feet. 
I was still a little unsteady, but I was pretty impressed that I only fell off the mausoleum once before the patrol car got there. What had to be a rookie cop got out and started waving his flashlight around the cemetery. He was two rows over from my grave when I stepped out from behind a tree and tapped him on the shoulder. 